What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast, and today have a ton of stories for you. Lots and lots of stories, always coming out of spring training, and this one, this year's, is no different than any others. So, let's start it off with Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks had a little bit of tightness in his back, so he did not play in the last game. It was a split squad uh, Sunday, and no game today, but Hicks, I'm a little concerned, I gotta say. You know, we, obviously we don't know what's going on with this, uh, and, and if it's anything even serious or could lead to anything serious, but... You know, the guy just signed seven-year deal, and he's already got, within four days or whatever, he's already got an issue with his back. And, oh, man, backs are, are tough. Backs are something that you do not want to have a back issue. And a lot of, there's some people that think back issues are mental. You know, I've, I've read a lot about this, and especially lower back, that some people think it is really a mental thing and it is caused by stress. And supposedly we keep a lot of our stress in our our back and our spine, according to some doctors. And I don't know, is Hicks like, oh man, I got to really perform. I just signed a seven-year deal. I don't know. I don't know. I I hope that is not the case. But I hope he can work through this. And hopefully it's nothing. And we will be checking it out. So Aaron Hicks, very important piece in this Yankees lineup, in the Yankees outfield. And they need him healthy. Obviously, like last year, there were a lot of injuries and you know, there's Yankees do have a lot of outfielders. That's the one good thing about this is that there are a lot of outfielders, and namely Clint Frazier. You know, if if Hicks is out, does he does he uh, is he the starting center fielder? Do you move Gardner over there? And then what happens with Ellsbury? So an interesting thing about Clint Frazier is his competition going on, it seems, with Tyler Wade. And when we come back, we're going to explore that. So, hold on. And we're back. So, as I was just talking about, it appears that that last spot on the Yankees roster is going to be between Clint Frazier and Tyler Wade. Now, it appears when you look at it that Tyler Wade may have the inside track. He's playing well. He's hitting over 400. And I know it's just spring training. So, uh, you know, doesn't really mean a lot. Because look at what he did last year. Tyler Wade hit, did really well spring training. Started the season with the Yankees. Didn't do anything. Was was terrible. And they gave him a lot of chances. It wasn't like they just put him out there for a week and said, Oh, that's it. You're You're in. They gave him a lot of ABs and playing time. So 
we'll see. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe one year for him has really helped. Maybe he's worked on things and he can carry that into the majors. Not sure. But, you know, like I always say, Clint Frazier. I, I'm a big fan of Clint Frazier. And I really am hoping that he gets that starting job. But Tyler Wade, lefty bat, really versatile. That is something that I know Cashman really likes. Uh, you know, he's often, you know, in the past, Cashman has gone out and gotten guys who ha- can play a lot of positions. You know, remember, you remember Wilson Bedemit? Bedemit? How did, I can't remember how you say his name, but it was, um, he was a guy that Cashman wanted for so long and finally got him. He didn't really do much with the Yankees, but he could play a lot of positions. I, he could play all over the infield, and I think he played some outfield too. So, Tyler Wade being able to play outfield as well as infield, he can play second, short, third. They've put him in left field. Not sure, he, he could probably play right field, I would imagine, as well. But looks like he could be a better option as someone off the bench with that lefty bat, good speed. And I think they might want to keep Clint Frazier in the minors to start the season at least so that he can get a lot more reps in there. Interesting to see because this is, who knows how this is going to shake out. You've got Jacoby Ellsbury, who is, <laughs> he's owed like what, like $19 million a year for the next two years? Or, or is it more? I can't remember. He might even be, uh, might even be a third year because... I don't know. When, when is he out of here? <laughs> when can we say goodbye to Jacoby Ellsbury? Oh, man, I tell you. The worst contract ever. I really, really don't understand what made them do that. He was on the decline. They knew he was brittle. There was only like one year he played over 150 games, I think, when he was with the Red Sox. It was a horrible, horrible deal. Like, seriously, what were they thinking? Like, oh, let's get another center fielder from the Red Sox. Like Johnny Damon, remember? Johnny Damon actually worked out. Johnny Damon was a great player, great addition to the Yankees. Helped them win the 2009 World Series. And he was responsible for that Game 6 play. I might have brought it up here before. But we were at that game, World Series game, in Philadelphia. Game or five. Was it game five? Yeah, I think it was game five because then the Yankees came back and won it in game six at the stadium. But do you remember the play where it was... I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was the whole left side of the Phillies infield. I think they were they had a shift, maybe, and they only had the third baseman. And Johnny Damon, I think, was on first and... I think it was a ball hit to maybe the right side. Johnny Damon is going to second. And I think they had the third baseman playing over by shortstop. And he went over a little too far. And Johnny Damon sees that third base is open and goes running and makes it to third. The catcher couldn't get over there. And I think, I'm not sure who was up. Maybe it might have been uh, Hideki Matsui, who had a monster, awesome series. And obviously won the MVP that year. 
and he might have gotten up. Oh, no, wait, no, because he was DHing. He did not play the field. I think he only DH. I think he didn't. Even, he had such great numbers. He, I think he didn't even play in the in the, in the National League ballpark because he was he was pretty much their DH. Uh, I'm not sure. Did they put him in left field at any point in that series? I'm not sure, but uh, amazing. I mean, I love Matsui. Matsui is one of my favorite all-time players. Love that dude. But anyway, Johnny Damon made it over to third. I think someone got a base hit, and Johnny Damon came in to score. Uh, so really heads up hustle play, or maybe he got in a different way. Maybe it was, was it a, a wild pitch maybe? I don't know. Either way, big play, big play, heads up play by Johnny Damon. And <clears throat> getting back to it, <laughs> that was a big tangent, but getting back to it, Ellsbury, you've got, you've got him who is still in Arizona rehabbing. Uh, I hope he I hope he doesn't make it this year. I, I, I really do not see him adding to the Yankees, but who knows? I, I, it's just just really doubtful that he's got anything left on in the tank. But you've also got Brett Gardner. You've got you know Giancarlo Stanton could play outfield. Doubtful, doubtful, but I think they should put him a little bit out there. Give Judge at least a little bit of rest. Uh, Stanton could play right field for Judge. Give Judge, uh, let him DH. Then you've got Clint Frazier. You've got Tyler Wade. And it's a lot. And obviously Aaron Hicks. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys out there. And, you know, if Ellsbury is healthy, which I don't know. I think the Yankees are just going to be like, dude, stay in Arizona. (laughs) Keep getting hurt. And let us collect that insurance money on you. And we may never see him play ever again for the Yankees. Who knows what he'll do after that. I don't think anybody will want him after, after that. And they're definitely not going to be able to get rid of him. If they get rid of him, it's going to be just some crazy deal where they have to take someone else's salary. And that's just usually not good in any case for anybody. But I don't know. A lot of question marks out there. And we'll see if... Tyler Wade may, makes the team. Could be interesting. And like I said, maybe maybe he's going to put it together this year. Maybe he's he's going to be a valuable asset. But, you know, you've also got DJ LeMahieu, who is a backup infielder at this point. He's going to be util, another utility guy, although it's, it's a little crazy paying him $12 million to be a backup. Yankees did say that Tulowitzki would be getting days off. And that would mean they were going to switch Glaber Torres over to short, and you would, I would imagine, TJ uh, LeMayu would play uh, second base at those times. He can give some relief to Andujar, maybe slot him at DH some days to give him a day off and put DJ in. And imagine he can play first too. So, first base, another. Another question mark, and that is that is heating up. And we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we are gonna talk about that. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back. So as I was just talking about, first base, it's still a heated competition. Luke Voigt, Greg Bird, and 
this one's going to come down to the wire, I think. And I also think that if they are tied, that you have to give it to Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt produced in the playoffs, produced at the end of the season for the Yankees, and brings so much energy. Guy is just a bundle of energy. Really like him. Only thing is his defense. Greg Bird is a slightly better defender. So, and it looks like he's been working on his uh, his defense even more. So maybe he has gotten even better and makes a bigger gap between the two of them defensively. But I think you have to go with Luke Voigt for the offensive numbers. Although, you know, I've always say, you know, defense, I want a good defensive first baseman. It's tricky. It is tricky. I think Voigt is serviceable over there, but Greg Bird does have him in the defense. It's it's tough. It's tricky. But like I was saying, you, you got to give it a Voigt. You, you have to give it to him just because of what happened last year. And granted... Greg Bird could have a, a better spring, ultimately, but does it really matter? Does spring training really matter? You know, look at Greg Bird. They stuck with him for a long time last season when he came back, and he just didn't produce. So it's like, you know, was he injured? Maybe he was still injured. Maybe he was still feeling it and wanted to play because he knew that, you know, he... he <laughs> He, a lot of people talking badly about him. You know, even in the Yankees front office calling him, you know, I, I forget who it was, whether it was their uh, president, Randy Levine, or somebody saying that, you know, he's he's a little bit brittle. And guy, see, the guy had a few tough breaks, it seems. You know, I think he had bone spurs at one point, and that's the kind of thing that you can't help. But I know he also had a shoulder issue. Uh, a couple of, when was that? Two years ago? But this will be interesting. It will be really interesting the way this shakes out. And I'm kind of hoping for uh, Voight. And I was a big Greg Bird fan. I was a huge Greg Bird fan. Really, really liked him. But Luke Voigt, he is, he is producing when it counts. And I think that holds more weight. And... They can't take both because you have that one spot left, basically. That And, you know, by the way, Major League Baseball, uh, you know, they've got a whole bunch of different um, ideas that they want to put in the game, like the, the pitch clock, which is now pushed back, which is ridiculous in my opinion. Pitch, push, <laughs> the pitch clock is pushed back to uh, 2022. They are talking about putting that in and... The other thing is a 26-man roster with mandatory 13 pitchers, and that would that would give an extra spot in there. So if that was the case this year, then the Yankees could take Tyler Wade, and they could do a platoon at first base and take Greg Bird and, and Voight. This year, no. 25-man roster, so there's one spot left. And you can't really take both of them because they're only playing first base when you have someone like Tyler Wade who can play a lot of different positions. 
and pinch run and, you know, a lot of versatility. So having two first basemen there, plus you've got DJ LeMay who, who can play first base. So it's a, it's a log jam there. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know, maybe they need Tyler Wade to uh, do well and show that he can maybe play in the big leagues and then ship him off for some pitching maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We will see what happens with that. And it's a great competition. I'm glad to see that both those guys, Bird and Voigt, are producing. They're, they're making Aaron Boone's job more difficult. Although maybe, they, maybe he and Cashman already know. Maybe they know that they want to go with Bird or Voigt. I don't know. They really gave Bird a big opportunity last year. So they might just really like him and want to stick with him. We will see. We will see what happens. So uh, Tanaka pitched the other day. And, or I guess this was, what was it, yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, not the other day. <laughs> Tanaka pitched, looked really good, looked real good. So expecting big things from him this season. They really need him to be in ace form because last year, you know, he shows up in the playoffs. That's, that's the one great thing about him. But then he'll have an awesome start and then not such a great start. He was, he was, he's been up and down, I feel, these past two years but then he'll string together a few things and it seems later in the season seems like he heats up more in the July August and obviously playoffs he has come up big for the Yankees in the playoffs and that is what matters most but with the Red Sox having such a great team and winning the division for a few years now you really Yankees really don't want to go back to just getting that wild card the wild card is it's a tough game. Anything can happen. And you don't want to put your whole season on the line for that. So Tanaka needs to have solid season. You know, I'm hoping to see 17, 18 game winner out of him. You know, preferably 20. Preferably you want more. But I think a successful season for him is 17 wins. I think he needs that minimum. That rotation looks real good on paper. But they all got to produce, obviously. So, interesting stuff. Another guy who is most likely going to make the Yankees is Sessa, Luis Sessa. He is a guy that was, you know, came up, was, was kind of highly touted a little bit. But he, he shows his, he has moments where he looks good. But then other times, it's... It's nothing. He looks horrible at other times. So he's out of options. So Yankees cannot send him down to the minors. They have got to make a decision on keeping him as the long rotation man, long, um, uh, what's the term, as the long reliever, maybe a spot starter. Early in the season, sometimes they like to, to uh, give guys an extra day rest. He's probably going to be that guy. I don't see them getting rid of him. Uh, I am not a big fan of his. I, I think he just is, is okay. He might be one of these guys that needs to go somewhere else and play better. 
You know, look at, uh, you know, even though Ivan Nova was, you know, he had superstar moments where he was just on, like, amazing. And then he'd be horrible. And he could never really string it together. And then he got sent to Pittsburgh. And he did pretty well in Pittsburgh for a while. I don't know what he did last year. But I know when they first sent him, he did pretty well. And I'm like, oh, great. Goes, goes there and starts pitching well. <laughs> but that's the thing. Sometimes these, sometimes these players can't take it in New York. They, they have to get out of New York in order to perform better. So we will see what happens with him. And another guy, a big prospect in the Yankees, is Domingo Herman. And he pitched really well. He's played against uh, Toronto twice and has pitched really well. So maybe they just need to keep him on the team to play Toronto. (laughs) He's a guy who has options. So most likely he's going to go down and start the year in AAA. But he would probably, at this point, would be a better option than Sessa. And Lois Saiga... I'm not, I don't know. I haven't seen him. I, I don't know what he's done this year. Is he? I'm sure he's pitched. I probably just haven't seen it. But he is another guy who is another one of these guys in the minors for the Yankees that everybody says is, you know, is, is can be dominant, can be a great pitcher. And we'll see. These guys are kind of just, no, nobody's really showing anything out of these guys when it comes to the majors, they'll, they'll, you know, it's a little up and down, no consistency from them. So, you know, like every year, there's a lot of question marks and you see what happens. So that is the case this year as well. So moving on, my man, Clint Frazier, he got hit twice in a game yesterday. And it's like, what's going on with him? Is, is, is he like a magnet for getting hit? He got hit in the forearm, luckily, it, it, with a pitch. And luckily, he's okay. And nothing serious, no damage or anything. But it was this time last year where he had the concussion. And was still dealing with it last year. This one, he was angry about it. He said he was he was a little bit annoyed because the pitch came in a little bit too close to his head. So he's he's a guy obviously who is wanting to stay healthy, and you know, getting getting a pitch thrown close to your head is not never good, right? It's it's really scary. And that reminds me, I just saw that there is a documentary on, I think it's, is it Amazon Prime? That is narrated by Kevin Costner and it is all about the fastball. And I got to check it out. And if anyone's seen it and you want to write in and tell us if it's any good, you can always email us. Day or night, (laughs) 24-7, the email is open. YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us direct messages. YankeeCrazyPodcast on Instagram. YankeeCrazyPod on Twitter. And Facebook, 
Just go there and like us. I don't think you can send us a message on there. Maybe you can. I don't know. Try it. Go and, go and investigate. Let, it, let me know. <laughs> but it looks like a really good documentary. And it is, I believe it's just called Fastball. So check that out. Let me know. I definitely want to check it out. It's, it's, so it seems like really, really great. They interview pitchers and they talk about how fast the ball comes in and I forget like what the reaction time is. I know they've done this before where they give you like, it's like less than a second, I think, to identify the pitch and swing. And that really just shows the amazingness of Major League Baseball players where they can do that. And especially identifying if it's a fastball, if it's a curve, and it is a split second. So Clint Frazier getting thrown at, or not, he he didn't get thrown at, but it came up close and it's got to be scary because, you know, you have less than a second to react and get away from that. So his other uh, hit by a pitch was going into a base. He got, I think he got hit in the pinky and he had that wrapped. So I don't know, the ball is finding him in ways that are not healthy for him. So hopefully he gets that figured out and stays healthy. The last thing I want to see is him getting uh, anything close to a concussion or, or, or anything serious injury. So let's hope he stays healthy. And let's hope he makes the team. I really, really hope he makes the team. Although I can see that the more realistic uh, and, and better more prudent decision for the team is to take Tyler Wade and keep Frazier in the minors. But who knows, you know, injuries happen. And if he is healthy, he can come up and play a big role for them. All right, guys, that is it. That is what we have for you today. So no game today, no spring training games. They are off, but they are back tomorrow. And I don't know who they play. But it doesn't matter. Does it really matter who they're playing? (laughs) No, it really doesn't. These games really don't matter unless maybe you're Aaron Boone and you're really checking to see who is doing what. But I would imagine they really have their mind made up at this point on pretty much everybody. I think think even though Voight and Bird are in this competition, they probably still have one person that they want to take unless like unless all of a sudden one of them just dropped off horribly and it was the one they were going to take then maybe maybe it would be some different decision by them but we'll be obviously checking it out and it's only 24 I think it's 24 days till opening day man is that amazing 24 days just over three weeks, and we are at opening day Yankee baseball. Oh, when it all starts to matter. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. All right, guys, that is all. Stay tuned, and let's go Yankees.